Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If I bleed tonight, if I am sad tonight, I don't have a job to find. And if I work tonight, I'm so tired Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of the Power Slam podcast here, wherever you get your podcast or Patreon 24 hours before, if you are a pleasure to us. My name is Kenny and I'm joined as always by Finley Martin. Finn, it's Thursday, the weekend is almost here and you, I believe, for once are kind of getting that weekend feeling this week because you've finished your Inside the Ropes magazine contributions and you can have a little bit of a break before your next big thing next week. Hmm. Yes, indeed. Yes, I finished yesterday. I finished my uh, What's Going Down, which is the you know, last thing that has to be done, always was the last thing that was done in Power Slam, as I've mentioned before. So um, you always think, oh, I'll make a start on the news early and then it's not a big rush. And then things change. You're like, oh, I spent all that time writing that thing that is now obsolete or useless or incorrect. So you've just got to leave it till the very end. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm heading over to Ilkley this weekend over in Yorkshire. Lovely. People I haven't seen in um, some I haven't seen in about five years. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah. So what have you got planned for this weekend, Kenny? I don't really have uh, much planned. Obviously, uh, myself and my other half are going to be going to WrestleMania in LA. It's very expensive in LA, so we're really trying to kind of not. How do much a lot. is this trip going to cost? Um, I think per person, if you add in the flight, the hotel, and the event tickets, 
you're probably talking at, at least about fifteen hundred pounds each before you get to spend the money. Wow. Well, actually, that's I was expecting you to say more. But I mean, that, that's mainly because we booked our flights ages ago because we we knew that they would go up and up and up. Luckily, because we are able to just you know we're a couple, so we can stay in a hotel room together, so we can share that. Um, and with the tickets, we managed to get a really good. Um, and I would recommend this for anyone who's going to WrestleMania next year. It's one of the best things you can do is that they do a co- a, a combo ticket for NXT Raw and SmackDown because they're all okay. in the same arena, and you actually get a really good deal. So we got, uh, and you get the same seat for every show. So we got tickets on the first tier. And if you imagine, if you're looking straight ahead right now, whoever you are, and you imagine that the ring is to your right and the stage is to your far right, um, that's where the seats are, really good seats. And those tickets cost, I think it was £240. It worked out that for the three nights. Well, that's all right, that, isn't it? You know- and a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't go for the triple combo because they might not go to NXT because obviously NXT is the morning of WrestleMania. It's a lot of wrestling that day. But in actuality, you kind of get the best deals and you get the best tickets if you get that combo. So, um, so that that worked out quite well for us. I'm looking forward to it. But I'm, I'm, uh, um, yeah. But we're just kind of trying to keep the keep the purse strings a little bit. So because we also, to be truth be told, we bought tickets to Madonna later this year in Amsterdam. So that was. I think we'd have been okay if we hadn't bought those, but uh, you know we we you know we have to we have to, we have to play the gay card sometimes, fun. We need to need to keep up our our membership. So the Madonna gig in Amsterdam was probably going to do that for us. Oh, um, Madonna! But I mean, um, I'm sure didn't she make an appearance at Eurovision a few years ago uh, when she was she in the Madame X phase? Yes, she did. And then I thought she of... was lousy. I thought yeah, vocals were, were were poor. She's actually a very. I've seen. I've seen her live twice. She's very good live, but like, cause she. Anyway, I mean, she does a really good concert, and you know, she's she's smart enough to know. You know, she's not the best singer, but she puts on a really good show. Um, but yeah, some of the performance. I mean, there was that Brit's performance when she fell. She was. Oh, like, right. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I was going to bring up to you though. You know, you said you're going to Yorkshire, uh, a place in Yorkshire this weekend. I actually, I think it was two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago. I've came on to Happy Valley for the first time. All right, yeah. And I, I binge watched it, watched the finale on Sunday. So I feel like I'm, and I feel like I feel like I didn't really get that MDS was talking about it. And then as soon as I started watching it, I felt like everybody was talking about it. So, wow, yeah, everyone's talking about it. I haven't seen any of it. I'm not interested. But yeah, everyone's talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very, very good show. Um, but yeah, I was going to say to you, it's funny because, you know, I always do, I, I do the proofreading for, for the magazine. And um and everybody else's stuff comes in about a week before your stuff because your stuff is the last thing in the mag. And the yeah. thing is, in actuality, that's kind of the way it needs to be because you are kind of the last person that can add current stuff in. You know, and there's been a lot of times where there has been stuff in that last five days or whatever. You know, whether it's an NXT uh, takeover or whatever it is now they call them. Um, you know, an premium live event, premium live event. Um. But yeah, so I mean, it's kind of it's, it's so so last night about I think it was like eleven p.m. I got a text from our editor in chief going, "Just sent you over the final 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 one. If you're gonna have a look at it." Um, but and, and then but then when you read it, you go if you and it's this is for, for anyone who reads the mag, it's worth just kind of looking at this. If you read it from the top and what's going down, they always tend to be a little bit more closer to what's going on because you know there's a little bit more time and it's kind of good to have that. 
so that if something big happens, you can you can give it a, a mention thing or give it a bit of coverage. So, well, that that is the idea. I mean, I mean that was you know you do your news last, and uh, you just hope that it matches everything else in the issue. Um, and if it doesn't, then <laughs> it looks ridiculous to the people who read it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's part of it. That big picture awareness of what have you written here, and what well, I don't know what's written in a lot on a lot of people's pages. I just know what other what I've written elsewhere in the magazine. And you want to make sure that what's in from the top and what's going down corresponds with that. But um, yeah, lots of lots of stuffs happened recently. We we've got to mention Jerry Lawler, who um, um, suffered a massive stroke on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, he's now recovering um, in Fort in hospital in Fort Myers, Florida. Um, he's put out some pictures on his um, official Twitter. They went up last night, and uh, it reads: "His speech is limited." But with rehabilitation, we'll we'll, uh, make a full recovery. He thanks everyone for the continued prayers and we'll be back in the near future. But some pictures of him there looking in good spirits, smiling. And um, I mean, he sat down, but he he looks like Jerry Lawler, doesn't he, happily? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's because, I mean, a a stroke in your 70s, it can be a really serious situation. So to be able to have it and then, you know, be, be on the road to a full recovery, it's kind of, I mean, you couldn't really ask for any better than that in terms well, of... Well, in two days as well, in two yeah. days. So, I mean, I think he's, you know, he's got a road to travel, but, um, you know, it, it looks like he's going to be all right. So... Will, um, this be, will this be the thing that, that makes Jerry stop wrestling or will he... I think he, I think he's going to try and wrestle again, but, you know, um, I mean, he's, he's, he's like a cat. He's got nine lives, does Jerry Waller. <laughs> well, he, he, that's right. He, he really does. I mean... It's, I mean, you've probably got to put it down to, you know, not drinking, not smoking. And, um, I mean, obviously he had the big heart attack event. That was, when was that, 2012? September 2012. 2012. Yeah, 2012. So, um, and he happily, you know, obviously it was terrible that it happened at all, but it was fortuitous that it happened um, when he was at work, working for WWE, and they had the ambulance and the full medical team on hand, to rush out, you know, revive him and get him to hospital ASAP. So, I mean, if it was, if it, if it, you know, I remember Jim Ross has talked about this and Jerry Lawler himself has talked about this. If it happened anywhere else, um, then he he wouldn't have made it. So it was um, obviously terrible that it happened, but it was very fortunate that it happened when he was working for WWE. Um, so he, yeah, made a full recovery from that and um, now has had this other major event and you know hopefully we'll make a full recovery from this as well um i do i know i've i've not had a chance to watch AEW dynamite last night which um which you know hopefully i'll have a chance to watch it by the time we talk on tuesday and i know Takeshita has matched mjf which apparently is very good i guess this the most surprising thing though that i've read about um and i i, I saw this just before we kind of came on here is that the gun club are the new AEW tag team champions yeah and not through a turn of Billy Gunn. No. And I just, I mean, but I mean, is, I'm trying to say, is there, an, is there an element of this that I'm missing? Because to me, the gun club do not strike me as the people you would do even a quick title change onto because they just don't feel like they're ready. And if you were going to do the title change, I mean, the Billy Gunn turn would really be the only reason to do it. And, and that didn't happen. So, I mean, I'm kind of. I mean, it's kind of like when when somebody 
it's like when Carmela became the, the SmackDown Women's Champion. I was like, really? Yeah. Her? And, and then, you know, they, they kind of, they, I mean, I hope that AEW doesn't try for as long as WWE did with Carmella, to be honest, or, or, or you know, gender. But it just, it, it does feel like one of those kind of Carmella gender type situations where it's just an act that's not really over. Um, you know, they're okay in their role, but they don't really seem like they should be champions. But um not seen a great response to that uh, <laughs> No, I mean, I've wa- I watched the end of the match before we uh, started recording and no, Billy did not turn. There was a belt shot. There was a ref bump. There was shenanigans at the end, of course. Um, and then, yeah, the gun club scored the win. Uh, fans were flawed, flabbergasted, uh, and I think deflated uh, would be an accurate word to you to describe the reaction in the arena to this shocking title change. Um, I imagine it's intended to set up a rematch at Revolution, which is less than a month away, Kenny, happily, Mm -hmm. um, where the acclaimed will probably regain the belts. Unless Billy Gunn does the turn there and joins his sons, which could happen, I suppose. Um, Yeah, just... It feels like a, it's an attempt to to give credibility to the gun club, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's make these guys champs. Maybe they'll grow into the role. You know, maybe this is something that will be really good for our division in the long run. You know, it's a big picture thing. Sometimes you've got to look at it, looking in the short term. Doesn't really get you anywhere. It's like, right, big picture. These guys could really gain something from this reign. Um, and then when they claim to regain the belts, then they will be seen. Well, obviously, there'll be two. Is it two? They've only held the belts once, haven't they? I've yes, this is the first title race. They'll be two time champs. So it'll add to their reputation and their, you know, title CV. And it'll be a big pop when they defeat the gun club and, you know, give them a reason to have another match. Because obviously, if the acclaimed had retained against the gun club, who would they have defended against at Revolution? There was no one else ready to face them. So I think that's been the school of thought that has brought us to where we are today. Um, but as I said on uh, recording on Tuesday, you know, the Gun Club don't feel like tag team champions to me. It just, I just feel like someone else should be in this role. You know, basically FTR should be on TV. You know, if they go in in April... They should be on TV every week, working with people, giving them the benefit of their expertise, experience, and trying to help them get over and become bigger stars. You know, whether they're staying or leaving, they should be there, in my opinion. FTR should be. Well, speaking of FTR, um, Dax Harwood on his podcast had some pretty interesting stuff to say. And I thought this was just worth reading out. And I'm not reading this out because it's anti-Young Bucks. I know that's going to be what people think I'm reading this out for. But it's, it's mainly, I just... I thought it was interesting and worth a bit of conversation. So here's what um what Dax said <clears throat> about um saying that he kind of felt lied to by Tony Khan and the relationship with the Young Bucks kind of collapsed a little bit as a result. So he said, I felt like we were a backdrop. I felt that everything we had been promised when we came in, we were promised that the tag division was going to be built around these two teams, Bucks and FTR. And I felt it wasn't being built around us. I felt we were lied to. And at the time, we were being lied to. I think my relationship with Tony got even more strained. I felt the relationship with the Bucks completely deteriorated. 
I take the blame for that. I take the blame for it because I shouldn't have taken wrestling so seriously. If Tony decided that he didn't think we were in that same league, sorry, if, if Tony didn't think that we were in that league or we should have been presented in a certain way, it's his company. Same thing with Vince McMahon. I hold no ill will towards Vince or Tony. Tony is one of my closest buds now and I love him for what he's done for me and my family. I should have looked back and said, if Tony doesn't look at us in this light, what can I do to prove him wrong? Instead, I had the same thought, but I was going to be combative and fight for it, and I shouldn't have. It's his company. If there were, if there are ill feelings between us and the Young Bucks, it was because we took it personally, and we shouldn't have taken it personally. I think they took how we felt personally, and they probably should have because we probably weren't being the best team players at that point. I can, I can speak for me. I wasn't being the best team player because of all the shit I had going on in my brain. So, I mean, that's kind of the first thing that we've heard. You know, we 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 knew there was something, right? We knew there was some something deteriorated somewhere, but that seems to be the story. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, everyone's been saying that, and uh, it's almost been like, is this a conspiracy theory, or is mm-hmm. there, or does it have merit? Is there weight to this? Is there, is there a, a factual element to this theory that you know FTR wanted to be champs but i mean they were kind of pushed aside by the young bucks and then that led to this sort of power play backstage which they obviously lost and uh, there we go he's confirmed it um i mean i don't blame them for fighting for it kenny i mean who do you want in your locker room people who are just i mean there's ways and means of going about it but you want people in your locker room who want to be the best and who want it and who are hungry and who want to be champs and who want to be the top dogs you know, if you just got you know passengers in your locker room and plodders, where the where where the hell's that going to get you? You want go getters, you know. That's always been my mentality. That's always been my mentality in life: is that I wanted more, and I I was going to work harder than anyone else to get it. You know, and you know whether I achieve that or not in life, I don't know. At times, I think uh, things succeeded, at times things didn't. But I mean, I think you've got to have that hunger and that drive, and you've got to strive to to want it and i think that's a quality that should be admired i mean yeah you don't want it to lead to a sean and brett situation mm-hmm. where everyone's falling out and it's you know you've got tension backstage and potentially scuffles and you know that leads to poor morale and division and grievance and all these other sort of things just like society now really kenny lots of division and grievance out there um but yeah, I don't really know what to say about that. I mean, I mean, I admire him for coming out and 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 um, when I when I say I don't know what to say about it, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And like, it's like he's saying, "Well, I shouldn't have done this," and you know, we were slightly in the wrong here, and we should have been team players. And it's like, well, unless you came out and had big arguments and blow ups, yeah, that would have been unprofessional. But if you're going in there and 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 feeling you know slightly you know aggrieved or upset or slighted that you weren't pushed as the top act when the audience thinks you should be mm. then i don't think that's anything to apologize for i think that's something that should be commended the fact that these guys want it and want to be top dogs there um i don't know what it means in terms of what's going to happen next i mean it's not too long now before their contracts expired, uh, contracts expire rather. Um, but I mean, if Tony doesn't see them as the top guys there, <clears throat> it seems pretty obvious to me where they're going next. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because obviously Tony Khan did present FTR, I mean, at points last year fairly well. 
Dax especially, you know, Dax was was made to be quite a focal point at points throughout the year. So it's not that Tony Khan seems to think they're useless or that they're no good, and they're very over. But um, yeah, there just does seem to be this uh, disconnect because I mean, FTR and uh, the Young Bucks to me were both equally as over last year at one point, and you don't really need to put them together all the time. But you would think that you would want to capitalize on the fact they're both very different types of tag teams so you can then have different styles of matches um it kind of brings you know, hopefully more people into watching your show but i mean yeah the thing i don't want to give too much because obviously you wrote a little bit about this in the magazine but i mean it's interesting that their deal is up in april and there's probably a couple of things at play there's what you've just said about how tony can sees them but there's probably also the aspect of them going you know what what road do we choose? Do we choose do we choose the road with Tony Khan, where we're probably not going to be the top guys? But you know, do we, do, are we happy with that, or do we choose WWE, where at any moment Vince could be back in charge, and we could be back to where we were three, four years ago? Like you just don't know, and you can't have to take that leap. Not leap of faith, faith. the leap of faith, Kenny. The leap of faith, and I mean the thing is, we know if Vince comes back. He will not position to. I mean, if Triple H is in charge, I fully believe that FTR would come back and they would be main event in TV shows with the Usos and they would be, you know, a real focal point of the show. But if Vince is in charge, I still think they'd be, do okay, but I don't think they would do anywhere near as well. So that to me is probably the big decider for them right now of what they're going to do. And I mean, with Tony Khan, it's like, is he going to. So say they, say they don't come back, right? Say they decide in April they're going to leave. Is he going to bring them back to like at least get something out of them before they go, or is it just kind of right here you go? You can sit out the rest of your time, and because I mean, if it was me and I'm paying these guys all that money, I'd be like, well, whether you're leaving or you're staying, you're coming back to do a program with somebody and put them over. Exactly, that's what they should be doing. I mean, that's if you're running a business like a business, and obviously Tony Khan doesn't do that, but if you are running a business like a business then you want to maximise your return on your investment. It's that simple. I mean, it's just simple business. Um, so I'm not sh- I can't understand why they're not there. To me, it should be FTR having this feud with the claimed. It should have been FTR who won the belts last night. It should be FTR who are then facing the acclaimed at Revolution. And it should yep. be FTR who are making the acclaimed look like a million bucks and then putting them over and dropping the belts to them at Revolution. Which <laughs> You don't get the vibe that they would be unwilling to do that. Oh no, I, I absolutely believe they would they would you know go along with that wholeheartedly because I think they would see that this is their role. It's a big gig for them. They could really get over as heels on the way out and really show their chops as heels. Okay. Um I think the acclaimed um would have a lot of fun coming up with you know the raps to mock them. And I think there'll be a lot of interest in an acclaimed a match against FTR at the next pay-per-view. So total blown opportunity by AEW and Tony Khan. Uh, one of many, sadly. Um, well, listen, let, before we go, let's talk a little bit about the NXT. <clears throat> Obviously, they had the, the Vengeance Day show this past weekend. I only got a chance to watch a couple of matches from it. I watched the opener with the Dijak and Wes Lee, and I watched the four-way with uh, the New Day, Pretty Deadly, Chase University and Gallus. Um, I mean, now I may be biased on this one, but I mean, I thought the four-way tag match was great. I really enjoyed oh, it. Yeah, yeah, superb. Um, I mean, it, it, when you watched it and, you know, the, all the teams came out and they're all kind of in their corners, 
it kind of felt like old school NXT when you had all these different characters and it, it, it felt like a, a big production. And, you know, obviously not being... Is it still called the Capital Wrestling Center? The the where they do the TV every week? No, uh, no, no. They they they'd been that off a while ago, and this was this was up in Charlotte, North Carolina, wasn't it? Yeah, that's um, what I mean. It, it looked so much better seeing them in an arena with loads of people. Like it looked so much better than seeing them in uh, the you know in, in Orlando where we always see. Them. Yeah, so, yeah, the little performance center, local set. Yeah, um, you know the one. Better. The, what is it? The one next door to the performance center, but this was, I think, it was at the Spectrum Center. I think it was just over five thousand people there. Um, it's a great number for 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 NXT. That you know, because I mean, a lot of the the acts in NXT are not. It's not like the old days of NXT where you had like these massive indie names that used to be there. This is you know NXT building their own names. So to ha- to get over five thousand people is pretty impressive. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I, I thought it was a good show overall. I mean, there was. I thought the main event was a big disappointment, sadly, between um, Bron Breaker and Grayson Waller in the cage. Bron Breaker, NXT champion, he defended against Waller. <clears throat> I just felt like this match should have been far more competitive than it was. Uh, I felt like they really did Waller a disservice here. Um, and what it appears there's some sort of angle going on, Kenny. Like a one week, apparently Waller went backstage and yelled at, Shawn Michaels, you know, what do I need to do to be your guy? And I think it was like, it's like an angle, isn't it? Yeah, they did, they did it during the media call. Okay. So, so you know, as if... a bit of a giveaway, isn't it? As if these media calls and press conferences aren't, you know, in k I mean, enough. This is an AEW. <laughs> no, you get no, you get nobody telling, telling each other that they work with children, they can't be bothered. <laughs> um... Exactly, uh, but yeah, I mean, I I thought that the, the opener was really really good. I, I I do kind of echo what you said, and I know a lot of people have said it as well. Where kind of I think the problem with the opener with Wesley and Dijak was nothing really was able to. The closest thing that followed it was the four way tag match. Yeah, um, yeah, agreed. But um, I mean, they tried to do certain. You know, like when they had Carmelo Hayes, I know he beat uh he beat Apollo Cruz two two nil in the two or three falls match. Yeah, and. I mean, in one way, you could say, well, you know, at least they didn't do the tried and tested thing of like one fall each, and that. but then everybody expects the three falls. So, sure, they do. So it's one, I mean, and then who who returned for people who don't know, Finn, who returned to a glorious return following the, the former Commander Aziz, who's now known as Dabaketo again. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
I mean, the amount of chances that some of these big guys get is unreal. It is. It just if you is. think about over the years, the amount of wrestlers who are five foot eight or two hundred and twenty pounds who were given way worse gimmicks than these big oafs get, and they're sort of blackballed on that one opportunity. And then you get these people who just get time after time after time, chance after chance after chance, and uh, you know, I, I mean, I mean, maybe maybe something will stick one day. I doubt it, but maybe. Yeah, how we, I doubt it as well. But you know what? At least he's targeted Apollo Cruz. So I mean, to me, who really? It's like pitting Karrion Cross versus Bray Wyatt. <laughs> all right, just put all the all the bad apples together. That's what I say. And then only one match or segment, you know, <laughs> you know, by their character or their gimmick or their lousy matches or whatever. So um if yeah, I was I mean, Apollo Cruz or Baron Corbin, I'd be updating my LinkedIn a bit now just to make sure yeah. that was what Yeah, absolutely right. But I mean, neither Cruz nor Corbin, if they are released by WWE after WrestleMania, can have any complaints. They'd no. be given chance after chance to make it and and you know i thought corbin actually did all right and he's happy corbin run um but i mean you know it was when you, when you actually look at the investment it still wasn't that much of a return for wwe given the amount of tv time and wins and crave attention and you know the rest of it that had been plowed into this guy and he still wasn't really delivering and Apollo Crews they've tried lots of different things with him nothing has worked I don't believe anything will um so yeah I mean in a set in a, even though Carmelo won in two straight falls kind of felt like a waste of Carmelo Hayes um I mean the good news for Hayes of course was that he came out after Bron Breaker had returned against Waller and pointed at him. So that's going to be the Bron Breakers, you know, next feud. I'm not sure if they're going to wait until stand and deliver for the title match. I imagine they will. Yeah, uh, I assume they will. Yeah. I mean, Hayes, will he be the guy to top Breaker? I think so. You know, I've been a big fan of Hayes. I think he's tremendous. I like his act with Dedrick Williams. I think they're, I think they're both really, really good. Um, and I think Hayes can become champion uh, in NXT, I think he can be the top guy. He's been North American champion before. I think he can be the top guy here. And I think it's time for Bron Breaker to be called up to the main roster. I think there's, I don't think there's really anything left for him in NXT. Yeah, no, I would agree. I think, I think he needs to be called up. Um, and we should mention as well that on uh, NXT TV on Tuesday, we had the Ding Dong Hello segment with Bailey uh, with uh, Toxic Attraction, and we saw the turn, JC Jane turning on Gigi Dolan uh, by kicking her uh, sh- kicking her through the door, shoving her into the door of the, of the set, reminiscent of the barbershop. What did you make of the turn? Yeah, I mean, it, it stemmed from the match between uh, JC and Gigi versus Roxanne Perez at Vengeance Day. Uh, and it was like, you know, the classic heel thing where Jane and Dolan worked together and then turned on each other and then Perez won. And here they were on NXT. Bailey made a special appearance to try and, um, you know, encourage these two. To, you know, he was she was the uh, mediator. She was trying to, you know, she was trying to encourage them to reconcile. And it appeared that they had done. But as you said, it was a like a barbershop special. 
The only thing missing was there was no window for Jane to throw Dolan's head through, but I guess they wouldn't do that uh, in 2023. Um, and I thought I enjoyed the segment on NXT. I thought Bailey was a lot of fun. And uh, I thought Jane and Dolan played their roles very well. And, they, you know, they were blaming each other for the loss and insulting each other. And then when Bailey said, well, hold on a second, you know, if you go it alone, you know, what are you going to do? And they're like, oh, no, we haven't really thought about that. And everyone hates us. And Bailey's like, well, maybe you should reconcile. You know, maybe you can achieve more together. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's do that. And Bailey urged them to hug it out, which they did. And then Jane did the, the, the heel turn, you know, the super kick, hurled Dolan into the door, booted her in the face, really nailed her, actually. Uh, I mean, that must have left a mark. And Dolan was, uh, Gigi Dolan was upset in tears as Jane gloated. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought the angle was very well done. It was in the main event slot, which it should have been, uh, with Bailey in attendance. And, um, yeah, we'll see what happens next with these two. Um I think it indicates, Kenny, that Mandy Rose's return is not imminent. Because I was thinking, well, maybe... Because Mandy Rose had put out a tweet, hadn't she, about the um, the match. Yes. And then she was, I'm really proud of my girls. And I was thinking, is that, you know, a, a subtle indication that maybe she's going to return and Toxic Attraction will be back up to full strength again? But apparently not, because they've they just did the split on NXT this week. It's funny because uh, Shawn Michaels actually mentioned Mandy Rose as well in the media call that I was on last week where he said that, you know, it wasn't his decision to fire her and he really appreciates all of her hard work. So, I mean, maybe it's just a case of, you know, once, you, once you're willing to take down your subscription site, you can come back. So Yeah. I mean, I mean, it is possible also that this will... Let me just put this out there, Kenny. Go for it. It is possible this will lead to a Jane, a JC and Gigi match at Stand and Deliver, which I'm sure it will. Mm-hmm. And they'll have a match there, and maybe Mandy will return in the match and say, "What are you doing? We're better together. You know, let's reform Toxic Attraction and let's take on the world." Maybe that's what happened at Stand and Deliver. Stranger things have happened, Finn. and hopefully, hopefully, it does. I, I would love to see Mandy back. Um, listen, that's all the time we've got for today. We're going to be recording the overrun shortly, where we're going to do some listener questions or reader questions, sorry, from the mag that are better as uh, podcast questions. So we're going to be covering them. So um, join us over at patreon.com forward slash inside the ropes if you are so inclined. Um, and obviously, you can pre order issue 30 of the mag at inside the ropes magazine.com. It has been sent off to the printers. Roads to WrestleMania edition. Uh, we hope you will check it out. So, Finn, enjoy uh, your Yorkshire jaunt this weekend. Yes, I will do, Kenny. Yes, Ilkley is a nice little place. I've been out there several times. I've been there for a few years. We're looking forward to it. Yeah, and enjoy whatever, you, whatever you're doing this weekend. And as Kenny said, the next issue of Inside the Ropes magazine will be out later this month, February 23rd, in shops everywhere. And if you subscribe, you... Could and often do get it a day or two before through the door. So um, unless there's more postal strikes, in which case we cannot be held responsible. <laughs> you know, when the postal strikes are not on, usually you can get it a little bit early. But um, anyway, thank you for all your support, everybody. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.